On today's episode, the Chicago Blackhawks are back in action tonight, taking on the Nashville Predators for the first of three matchups this season. I'll get into a full preview of the matchup, the Blackhawks' projected lineup, and Isaac Phillips being set to make his season debut. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today is Wednesday, December 21st. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And real quick, if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode and you like what you're hearing, then please make sure to go and show some support first by following the podcast. You can also go and leave me a review if you want to as well, which I always greatly appreciate. And the best part about it all is that it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast. So go and follow the show right now and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And if you're not already watching the video version of today's episode, then what are you doing? You got to be sure to go and check out Locked On Blackhawks on YouTube because every episode moving forward, folks, is going to have a video uploaded to YouTube as well. So if you haven't done so already, please do your boy a huge favor. Go and subscribe to Locked On Blackhawks on YouTube. Just takes a quick click of the button. It's also 100% for free, and it really does help me out tremendously. And while you're there, make sure to smash the like button down below on this video. And last, go and ring the bell, turn on those push notifications, and that way you can get notified when the episode gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. All right, good morning, everyone. Thank you all for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks. And thank you all for making the show your first listen here to start off your day. To open things up on the show this morning, let's go ahead and dive right into the matchup later tonight at the United Center between the lowly Chicago Blackhawks and the the middle-of-the-pack Nashville Predators. By the way, this is going to be a normal 7.30 p.m. Central Time puck drop and will be televised on NBC Sports Chicago for all those curious. I know there's been a few games televised nationally on ESPN. We're back to the local guys here. Uh, Chris Vosters and either um, John Weidman will be there. Uh, well, we'll see who actually is going to be his broadcast partner. Hasn't been announced yet. But anyways, first of three meetings between the Blackhawks and the Predators this season. And kind of like a lot of teams in the Central Division, Nashville has just seemed to have the Blackhawks number in recent years, especially since UC Saros took over for Pekka Rene as the starting goaltender for Nashville. Um, but hopefully the Blackhawks will be able to uh, get a big W in this first meeting against the Predators. Kind of a, a weird sequence of scheduling for uh, these two teams this year. This is the first matchup, as I mentioned already, of three. And then the next two meetings are actually going to come in a span of two days in the middle of March. So kind of weird how they've scheduled out the games between Chicago and Nashville this season. but. Uh, it is what it is. I know it's really not a priority rivalry here in the Central Division anymore, like it kind of was in the earlier 2010s when 
uh, these two teams met up in the first round of the playoffs a couple of times. But anyways, getting into kind of the breakdown on the Nashville Predators since we haven't seen them this season, um, I remember going back to prior to the start of the season when I was doing all my crossovers with uh, every host from the Central Division. And when talking with Nick and Anna from Lockdown Predators, I, I remember um, saying I kind of had them ranked right on the cusp, right on the bubble kind of in terms of being a playoff team in the Central Division. And I remember Nick was, I don't know if frustrated is the right word, but he definitely didn't agree with my thoughts on the Predators and more so with um, our differences in the mindset of the teams. I thought they weren't really going to have that much progression after last year. And he was on the flip side. He thought Nashville was definitely only going to grow. Uh, but so far through 30 games, kind of what Nashville is, they're a bubble team. They're right there in the middle. And that's kind of where they've been for the past few years now. And one thing I also mentioned in that crossover was if Nick or Anna had any concerns or worries about the team kind of being, you know, stuck in limbo a little bit because that's a really tough spot to be in. You're not truly good enough to compete for the Stanley Cup while you might contend and sneak into one of the last playoff spots. I know anything can happen when you qualify for the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's what makes hockey the best sport in the world, in my opinion. But at the same time, in today's NHL, you know, when in the first round, if you're one of the lower seeds, you're going to get someone like Colorado or, you know, one of the top premier teams in the entire NHL. The odds certainly aren't in your favor. And at the same time, then you're really drafting in the late teens and not getting, you know, the highest quality draft picks that can potentially turn around a franchise. Uh, so that's kind of been my concerns about the Predators' standpoint the last couple of seasons. Nick and Anna didn't seem to worry about it all that much, but kind of another season so far where the Predators are just kind of ho-hum. Uh, but I do want to say it is still very early into the season. They're only 30 games in as well. Uh, and you never know exactly what's going to happen, but from my standpoint, at least, I think it's pretty fair to say I kind of had this Predators team pinpointed as a middle-of-the-pack bubble team. And kind of breaking down how it's gone for them so far this season, really have struggled offensively. Uh, they can't, you know, one of the teams that are right there with the Blackhawks at the bottom of the NHL in goals per game, the Predators are 30th in that department coming into this matchup, and they're also 31st in the NHL on the power play. So scoring goals has been a big issue for them, but a big reason why they've been able to squeak away some victories, and this is a, a main reason why, you know, if things go well for them down the stretch, they could still qualify for the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's because they have a pretty good decor and goaltending combo. Uh, entering this matchup tonight, they're 16th in the NHL in goals against per game, probably even a little higher than I would have expected. Um, but I do know that's kind of the heart and soul of this team, led by Roman Yossi on the back end. And then UC Saros continues to do marvelous work as their starter. So, um, yeah, interesting little breakdown there of the Nashville Predators. And look, this isn't meant to be a knock on that team. Obviously, they're more competitive than the Blackhawks are. And uh, I give them credit for being able to kind of being able to sustain that competitive level throughout the years, but it hasn't really gotten them anything. And that's kind of my issue with it at the root and stem. Uh, but again, they're not my team, so it doesn't impact me that much. I just think it's interesting that this is kind of the situation that the Predators find themselves in uh, once again this season. 
But coming into this matchup, more so talking about how the Predators have been as of late, I, I do believe this is a game where the Blackhawks actually can pick up a W. Looking how things have gone for Nashville recently, they've lost six of their last seven games overall, and they only have two road wins in their last nine games dating all the way back to November 6th. So they haven't been very good on the road. We know they have goal scoring issues. They've actually only scored three goals twice in their last seven games. Um, so it, it could be a matchup where the Blackhawks find themselves in a low scoring event. And if they can just get those timely goals like they were getting earlier on in the season, I actually do think this is a game they could pull off. Uh, one other interesting note that I did want to be sure to mention with the Predators having played on Monday night against the Edmonton Oilers and UC Saros having gotten the start, we could see Kevin Lankinen get the nod in net in his return back to the UC tonight. And while Lankinen has been, you know, actually pretty good for the Predators this year, for those who haven't been keeping up with him, uh, he does have a losing record at 3-4-0 and in seven starts, but he's got a 9.25 save percentage at 2.64 goals against average. So he's been really solid. But even though he has those numbers, I definitely think the Hawks would rather play him uh, than UC Saros, considering all the fits that he's given them over the years. So it'd definitely be interesting to see if that winds up happening. And you know Lankinen's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder after uh, how his Blackhawks tenure came to an end. It got off to a really good start. He stole the job in the COVID-shortened 2020 season and really kind of ran with it in an incredible first half. He had the Blackhawks on the cusp of making the playoffs and then ever since kind of just headed in the wrong direction. And with the Blackhawks having a guy like Arvid Soderblom in the system, who looked really good in Rockford last year. They added Jackson Stauber out of Providence. Drew Camesso, of course, a second-round pick who's at BU right now. I get the thought process behind letting Lankin and walk after how it had gone the past couple of years. Um, but it could potentially have created a monster in this matchup here tonight if the Blackhawks do, in fact, go up against him in his first game back at the UC. All right, there are some thoughts on the Blackhawks matchup with the Nashville Predators tonight. Coming up in just a moment, I will get into the Blackhawks' projected forward lines and defensive pairings. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all pro and college sports betting needs and info this season. You can find all of the latest developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts on whatever game you want to place a wager on including live betting, esports, and game scores. And I personally love it because it's both the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events. And they have everything, including the NHL, NBA, college basketball. They have UFC, MMA, boxing, and even golf. Whatever you want to place a wager on, they have it at betonline.net. So head on over to the website right now or you can also use your mobile device to learn more about all of the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Segment two today, getting into the Blackhawks projected lineup for tonight's game against the Nashville Predators. Apologies, I'm getting some updates on my phone right now. Um, I am recording this, by the way prior to the morning skate. So kind of basing this off of what went down at practice yesterday, uh, but there really only is one decision that needs to be made at the morning skate, and that's whether or not Tyler Johnson 
is going to get back into the lineup. And for Johnson, uh, he's missed the last two games for the Blackhawks after finally returning to the lineup. An ankle injury cost him 20 games. He comes back and unfortunately has a little bit of a setback, although it seemed like the Blackhawks did just want to be extra cautious with him and make sure they're not rushing him back. And he suffers another setback and then they're, he's forced to miss more time. It's been a nightmare enough of a situation for Tyler Johnson. The Blackhawks want to make sure they're not rushing anything whatsoever there. Um, but if Johnson is able to go tonight against the Preds, it looks like he's going to be slated on the top line next to Max Domi and Patrick Kane. Sam Lafferty had been there for the past few games, but didn't really help kickstart anything on that Blackhawks top line. And I think that's a good spot for Tyler Johnson to be in if he is healthy. I think he's one of the few guys that can actually play with Patrick Kane. So we'll see if Johnson winds up playing tonight. If he does, that's where he's going to be in the lineup. The second line is going to be Philip Kurashev, Jonathan Taves, and Taylor Radish, trio that's been together for a big majority of the season. And despite not getting the results as often as they would like, I do think their puck movement and chemistry together in the offensive zone has been noticeable. I like sticking with that second line. The third line, if Tyler Johnson is going to play, will be Andreas Athanasiu, Jason Dickinson, and Sam Lafferty. But if Johnson isn't going to play, Athanasiu is going to be bumped up into the lineup, and then either Mackenzie Enwistle or Jujar Kara, who appear to be on the outside looking in of tonight's lineup, one of those two will then draw in. And then the fourth line is Boris Kachuk, who's been out for the past few games. Nice to see him back in the lineup. Reese Johnson and Colin Blackwell. Although, again, if Tyler Johnson doesn't play, there could be some mixing and matching in the bottom six with Athanasiu going up and then either N. Whistle or Kara drawing into the lineup. On defense, looks like Richardson is going to stick with the deep pairing of Jake McCabe and Seth Jones, which I've really liked for the most part these past couple of games since they've been put together. Seth Jones just needs to work on deciding when he is going to pinch. He's been way too aggressive the past couple of weeks, honestly, and he's really hurt his team by giving up so many odd man rushes against. I get what he's trying to do. I get this team is desperate to score goals, but him pinching in hasn't really been helping anything as of late. I think he needs to pick those battles a little bit wiser here moving forward. The second pairing with Jared Tenorti now on injured reserve Looks like Isaac Phillips, who was recalled from the Rockford Ice Hogs, is going to jump right into the lineup and take his place on the second line with Connor Murphy. I'll have more on Isaac Phillips here in just a moment, Blackhawks fans. And then the third defensive pairing appears that it's going to be Jack Johnson and Ian Mitchell, with Caleb Jones appearing to be the odd man out at the moment. Then in net for the Blackhawks, looks like Peter Mrazek is going to be back in there after uh, a really solid start in his last outing against the Minnesota Wild. I know he didn't get the victory, but he really stood on his head and made several A-plus stops, so hopefully that will carry over into tonight's game against Nashville. Mrazek is now 2-7-1 with a 4.24 goals against average and an 872 save percentage in 11 starts this season. No bueno, Blackhawks fans, but good news here, folks is that Morasic is really good historically against the Nashville Predators in his career. In 12 starts against Nashville in his career, Morasic is 10-2-0 with a 2.33 goals against average, 9.23 save percentage, and one shutout. So hopefully some of that Morasic magic can come into play tonight as the Blackhawks look to snap their seven-game losing skid. 
And I also wanted to note that Alex Stalock is going to serve as the backup tonight. Finally, Stalock has been removed from concussion protocol and activated off of injured reserve. He's been out since November 1st against the New York Islanders when he suffered that concussion in a scary incident with Casey Sezikis. Great to see Alex Stalock back and healthy, and the Blackhawks finally have their one and two NHL goaltending duo healthy. Uh, and Stalock could even start on Friday when the Blackhawks take on the Columbus Blue Jackets at the United Center, according to coach Luke Richardson. Real quick, I also wanted to provide three keys to victory for the Blackhawks tonight. The first one, I know I've been saying score the opening goal of the game for the past few matchups now, and that's really kind of the same mentality here, but I'm going to kind of switch it up a little bit since the Blackhawks seems like they can't ever score the first goal of the game. They've only done so five times this year. Uh, My goal is to lead within the first 30 minutes. Since the Blackhawks can't seem to score the first goal, you know, that would obviously be nice. But play with a lead in the first half of the game. Make life easier on yourselves going down the stretch. The Blackhawks haven't played with a lead very often at all in the past month or two. I think that would go a long way in getting off the schneid here tonight. Second, play with some passion. Look, the Blackhawks have been on the wrong end of the Central Division rivalry against the Blues, uh, against the Winnipeg Jets. The the Dallas Stars have given them issues. Basically, everyone in the Central Division, the Minnesota Wild, they haven't beat Minnesota since Dean Evison took over as head coach. Play with some passion, play with some fire and intensity, and play for the Chicago Blackhawks in the city tonight. We're sick of losing to these Central Division rivals. It's been happening so much over the years. Come on out with some fire. Play for your city. Play for your team. Beat the Nashville Predators tonight, baby. And last, the bottom six has got to do something. I think if they can chip in for a goal, especially with how much Nashville has struggled offensively recently as well, the bottom six can chip in for one tonight. Come on, we don't ask you to do that much. I really like the puck movement that they've had down there, but they need the finished product. The Blackhawks need the finished product. It's been such a struggle for them lately. I think if they get a goal from their bottom six tonight, that goes a long way in picking up two points. Now, before I wrap up the show today, folks, I do have a couple more things to talk about. One of them is Isaac Phillips being set to make his season debut with the Blackhawks after getting called up following that scary injury that happened to Jared Tenorti on Friday night, which led to him having a led to him having to undergo surgery to repair a facial fracture. Very scary incident, sounding very painful. And just, man, you got to feel for Jared Tenorti. It's been such a struggle for him. Gets cut by a skate blade, has to get 50 to 100 stitches, comes back, and two games later, takes a slap shot directly to the mouth. The tough part about hockey is stuff like that can happen from time to time, and thoughts go out to Jared Tenorti. Hopefully, he can have a speedy recovery. But due to that injury, he's now landed on injured reserve, and Isaac Phillips is up in the NHL for uh, basically what is the second real stint of NHL action in his career. He kind of surprisingly played three games in the fall last year when the Blackhawks We're dealing with some injuries early on in the back end. And then he also made a spot start later in the year against the St. Louis Blues. But it feels like if all goes right, this could be and hopefully will be Isaac Phillips' first major stint of NHL action. And what an incredible ascension it's been for Phillips these past couple of years since being selected by the Blackhawks 
in the fifth round of the 2020 NHL draft, a later round pick, and not all that long ago, folks. And what kind of kickstarted it was uh, during the COVID-shortened season in the NHL, the OHL, the Ontario Hockey League, had their entire season canceled. So with Isaac Phillips being a member of the Sudbury Wolves of the OHL, he actually went and played with the Rockford Icehawks kind of a season earlier, maybe even two seasons earlier than anyone expected. And now he's already got 116 games of AHL action under his belt, and he's only 21 years of age. So it's been an incredible ride for Phillips. He's gotten a ton of professional experience in recent years. And so far this season with Rockford, he's been statistically and in terms of uh, deeper and advanced metrics, advanced analytics, he's been one of the best defensemen in the entire AHL. His plus 17 rating leads all AHL defensemen, and he's also ninth among all AHL blue liners with 17 points this year in 25 games. He's really taken a stride in the offensive department because we've really only known him as kind of a a big six foot three, 200 pound, stay at home, sturdy defensive presence, guy who can go and win puck battles in his own zone, be physical and uh, tough to play against in front of his own net. But he's really grown as a passer and with his play and instincts in the offensive zone as well. So I'm really excited to see what Isaac Phillips has to offer here in his second stint of NHL action up with the Blackhawks. He'll be in the lineup tonight on the second D pairing with Connor Murphy. And while Isaac Phillips is up, Blackhawks fans, in my opinion, he should be playing maybe not each and every night, but definitely more times than not. And right now, I I don't have many bad things at all to say about Luke Richardson, despite his team, you know, consistently losing the last two months. But one of those little problems I have is with how he's handled the blue line so far. Even prior to Jared Tenorti suffering this injury, Ian Mitchell was up in the NHL getting scratched regularly. And I get he might not have too much more to prove at the AHL level, but this is supposed to be a make-or-break-it year for Ian Mitchell. Yet we're playing Jared Tenorti and Jack Johnson over him? I just don't really understand that thought process. Like, if you're not going to play him, at least have him playing regularly in the AHL so he's fresh when you do need him. I just don't understand that. And even tonight, Caleb Jones is getting healthy scratched instead of Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson's been, no offense, like, I know why we brought him in. We needed someone to eat minutes and a veteran that can kind of guide these youngins through the next steps. But he's been a liability all year long, and we're really going to play him over Caleb Jones. And I get that Caleb hasn't been much better defensively either, but Caleb at least is someone who could potentially have an NHL future. Jack Johnson's at the end of his career. So I just don't really understand that thought process. I'm glad to see that both Phillips and Mitchell are in the lineup tonight, but that better be a consistent move by Luke Richardson. They better be consistently playing while they're up here or else I think it almost defeats the purpose. So again, I I don't mean to critique Luke Richardson. I actually do really like what he's brought to this team, despite the Blackhawks being dead last in the NHL. But in terms of how these defenseman prospects need to be handled, I think Isaac Phillips and Ian Mitchell should be playing darn near on a nightly basis. I think that's only going to help us learn more about what they are, and it's also going to help them continue to develop. So I hope to see more of this as long as Ian Mitchell and Isaac Phillips are up at the NHL level. 
All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up Wednesday, December 21st episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Make sure if you're not already to go and follow the podcast for free right now, wherever you get your podcasts and go and subscribe to Locked On Blackhawks on YouTube and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Thanks again for making Locked On Blackhawks your first listen here to start off your day. Now for your second listen, make sure to go and check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you all for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.